Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family, as well as share information on social media. Thank you. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 174 days, Ukraine defends itself against the forces of the Russian invasion. UN Secretary-General Antonio Gutierrez will visit Ukraine on Thursday, Friday, August 18th-19th, reports Novinarnia. On August 18th, he will take part in a meeting in Lviv with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Erdogan will be in Ukraine with one-day visit. On August 19th, Gutierrez will visit the seaport in Odessa. A bilateral meeting between Gutierrez and Zelensky is also planned. According to the Turkish authorities, Erdogan hopes to discuss ways to end war through diplomatic means using the already existing grain export agreements, reports Ukrainska Pravda. On the morning of August 16th, explosions were heard and fire was visible in the Jankoy district of Crimea occupied by Russia, reports Ukrainska Pravda. It was reported about the detonation of the ammunition warehouse in the village of Maiske. Later it became known that the railway in the north of the occupied Crimea was damaged due to an explosion. The event partially disturbed direct railway connection between the peninsula and Russia via occupied southern Ukraine. According to Tamila Tasheva, the representative of Ukraine's president in Crimea, there were huge queues on the carriage bridge to leave the peninsula for Russia. The head of the president's office, Andriy Yermak, hinted that the armed forces of Ukraine may be behind the explosions in Crimea. He added that the destruction of Russian ammunition warehouses will continue until they complete the occupation of Ukrainian territories. According to the New York Times sources, an elite Ukrainian military unit operating behind the enemy lines was involved in the explosions. Russia didn't comment on what caused the explosions. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky asked Ukrainians in Crimea and other occupied territories to be very careful and not to approach the military objects of the Russian army. He added that the destruction of the occupiers' logistics, their ammunition, military and other equipment and command posts saved the lives of Ukrainians. Zelensky thanked all Ukrainians who helped armed forces, intelligence and special services to weaken the army of the occupiers. Quote, this is a significant advantage of Ukraine and the root cause of our future victory. The struggle of our defenders is based on an unconditional support of the Ukrainian people. This is a people's war of liberation. This is an all-Ukrainian struggle for freedom and independence for our country. Unquote. The Latvian ruling coalition has agreed to change the principles of residence permits extension for Russian citizens. Such residence permits will now be extended only on rare occasions, reports Ukrinform. In particular, it will be possible for Russians with Latvian spouses, but still all Russians will have to prove their anti-war position. Latvian Prime Minister said that his country has stopped issuing visas to Russian citizens except in extraordinary cases and there are practically no new residence permits.
Nearly 1,000 residence permits issued to citizens of Russia and Belarus have been cancelled in Latvia since the beginning of the Russian war against Ukraine. Finland announced plans to reduce the number of visas issued to Russian citizens by 90% due to Russia's ongoing war against Ukraine, reports Gazeta UA. Exceptions may be made for some groups, such as journalists, dissidents or activists, who may be able to receive national humanitarian visas. Ukrainian commander-in-chief Valery Zaluzhny informed that the enemy continues to advance along the entire front line, reports Ukrainska Pravda. The Russian troops conduct about 700 to 800 shellings of Ukrainian military positions every day, using from 40 to 60,000 rounds of ammunition. The main efforts of the enemy are focused on pushing Ukrainian troops out of the Donetsk region. The most tense situation, according to Zaluzhny, is currently in the direction of Avdiivka, Piski and Marienka. The commander-in-chief emphasized that the Russians continue to shell peaceful towns and villages of Ukraine. According to the results of checks of around 80% of the educational facilities of various levels, only 41% of them are ready for full-time education, reports NVUA. According to the Ukrainian Interior Minister Denis Monastyrsky and Education and Science Minister Serhii Shkarlet, children's safety is a priority. Shkarlet said that the form of the educational process, full-time, remote or mixed, will depend on the security situation and parents will have the decisive vote. Ukraine received 200 million euros in the form of an interest-free loan from Italy for 15 years, reports Espresso TV. According to the finance ministry, the funds will be used to ensure the salaries of teaching staff of schools. The Cabinet of Ministers allocated 103 million grivnas from the State Budget Reserve Fund for a new budget program to provide grants for creating or developing business reports Interfax Ukraine. 74 million grivnas will go to the provision of microgrants to create or develop private business. The rest will go for support of gardening and vineyards. Our Patreon supporters get access to a cool new series on wartime life in Ukraine. To join the club, follow the link in the description below. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine. Thank you.